0: on behalf of yuri Talikcha, i lay a curse on the yankees and they will never win another championship until he dies until yuri dies mhm he said until
1: people stop marrying them sex dolls no more yankees welcome <laughs> welcome 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 back to the take my word podcast back to think the word podcast if you're new around here this is a podcast where i usually scour the the web and i find the funniest strangest craziest stories and i bring them here to you every week so we can laugh at them together this week though i have a high school friend who's gonna be joining me if you want to introduce yourself Dolan.
0: hi uh i go by dolan um and uh yeah i'm a college student at IPOI.
1: Um, If you guys have listened to like my first two podcasts I had with Cameron, uh, we told some stories about Dolan, but we didn't use his name because we we didn't want to tell his stories in his name without permission. So he was the one that he ate a tortilla on stage during a concert and tried to steal a chair from a hotel. And (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) Sorry.
1: Overall, hilarious person. So uh, Thank you. I thought Thank it'd you. be great to come have him come on here and uh, tell some of the stories that I haven't told of his. And also I have a couple of stories I want to share with him and you guys for the first time as well. So you said that you had some stories you wanted to tell when you <clears> came <throat> on?
0: Yes. Um, so uh, the first one, um, I have a uh, personal account of an expose on a George Steinbrenner, the ex owner of the Yankees. Um, so, uh, personal story within the family. My aunt was working at a four star restaurant in a big city. <clears throat> and One the Yankees, four or five, I don't know how the system works, but it was a big deal. It was like 80 bucks for pasta. Like, <laughs> it was annoying. Oh. annoyingly expensive stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, upper class. So, anyways. He comes in. He's got a table reserved for four. He starts asking for six. This place is booked every night. It's always full. So, she tells him, I'm sorry, sir. Um, I'm not going to be able to uh, serve you. And he's like, What? Do you know who I am? And he was... She just didn't care. She was like, I don't know. And I don't care. Like she had no idea. She didn't care. And the guy starts yelling at her and she kind of stands her ground a little bit, but eventually she goes in the back. She's talking to her friend and she's like, Oh man, you know, like, uh, it's, it's killing me. It's killing me the way that guy's treating me. And she's like, well, do you know who that is? And, um, my aunt was like, uh, no, no idea at all. And she was like, Oh, it's the owner of the fucking Yankees. Well, Anyways, the guy's dead. Fuck that guy. Um, fuck that guy, am I right? Fuck George Steinbrenner. Um,
1: <laughs> so you disrespect my aunt. You disrespect me.
0: Yeah, not cool. Um, so, yeah, George Steinbrenner, huge dick. Um, couldn't even get the right amount of people ordered for his table. What a failure, am I right? All right. Am I right? So, uh, <laughs> Uh, I actually have an expose on Notre Dame um, I'm gonna keep my sources completely anonymous um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> So Notre Dame the the college the university in South Bend Indiana <laughs> so uh, okay first off first off I love that place it's near and dear to my family I have family who were alum that went there um, mm-hmm. and and I've been a couple times for like football games and stuff and it's sick it is one of the prettiest places uh, in this freaking country. Um, it's gorgeous. It, it just it feels like Hogwarts, man. It's so cool. Um, it's like a long, flat Hogwarts. Um, so anyways, um, I knew a guy whose daughter was a great student. She was like a 4.2 public school GPA student. 4.2 is great on a 4.0 scale. Yeah, nerd, super involved, did sports, did like two sports and a club. So she checks all boxes, right? Her ACT and SAT were pretty good. Maybe they could have been a little higher, but they were good. And uh, she applies to Notre Dame. And I would say those standards would get you in. Uh, Being involved is like a huge thing there. And, um, for decades that coming from a public school would, would do. So anyways, um, she gets denied and the dad just doesn't believe it. He's like, ah, come on. There's, there's gotta be more of this. So he takes it upon himself to call their admissions office. He gets on the phone. He gets a nice young woman. Mm -hmm. And he asked her, he's like, you know, I want to talk about my daughter, yada, yada, yada. They pull up their file. He's like, is there anything we can do? Is, like, is there anything I can offer? And they were like, no, sir. I'm like, I'm sorry. She just didn't meet the standards for this year. We had a lot of private, uh, like a lot of private school kids apply. So they get admission first. And he was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, he's like, let's just cut the crap. Like, is there any way I can pay my daughter in Notre Dame? Um, yeah. and she's like, oh, sir, absolutely not. He's like, well, who who do I need to talk to? Who do I need to get on the phone? I'll talk to him. She was like, oh, no, 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 no. So she disappears for like five minutes. She comes back. She's like, I'm so sorry, we, are, sir. We absolutely do not do that. Phone hangs up, and then like 45 minutes later, the same guy who makes a call for his daughter gets a call himself from an anonymous number. Turns out who was- the anonymous number was a booster in the Notre Dame Club. Okay, so boosters are basically people who donate to the organization for priority at events. So <clears throat> they get a lot of money, and they may eventually get something like named after them as like a donor. They might get like a brick put in the ground with their name on it, but they also get mm-hmm. influence throughout the school, right? Like they're uh, a special Notre Dame family. So, anyways, um, they he gets a call, and this guy's like, "All right, you want your daughter in Notre Dame? Is this her name?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do." He's like, "All right, well, here's what you're gonna have to do: you're gonna have to fly down to Arizona with a briefcase, bring cash." And he was like, "Okay, how much cash?" They're that's, like, "That's just, some sketchy shit, right there." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he told him he was like, "Listen, like briefcase, he goes to school like mobster." Oh yeah. No, like, and, and, and that's what was so sus to me. Like having to do like a briefcase, you know, like a little secret agent, like that's like, that's professional. So yeah, anyway, he's done that before. Right. They've asked this question to other people. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> anyways, um, he gets asked to come down to Arizona for a booster meeting. And bring cash in a briefcase. And he says, "How much?" And he's like, "How much do you think you should bring?" And he's like, "Oh, I got, I got no idea what you want." And he's like, "Guys, like name your price." He goes, "How the hell can I name my price? Just tell me." So the guy goes silent for like thirty seconds. Comes back on the phone and he's like, "Quarter mil." He's like, "Quarter mil, but what?" He's like, "Bring a quarter mil." Uh, and that was just two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Get- Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and that's just to get their daughter in. That's not to join the boosters club. Then there's tuition. That's
1: insane. Man.
0: Yeah. Tuition after the tuition that too. there is insane too. It's yeah. A private college. It's like forty to fifty thousand a year.
1: Shit, that's how much my entire four years is going to be. I know. I might. I'll go to my <laughs> my state college. It's all right.
0: <laughs> yeah. You might fuck around and do three years at one school. You might as well do three years at one school and one at Notre Dame. Yeah, it's 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 insane, man. It's ridiculous. So that's uh personal family knowledge. And uh He didn't pay that, did he? No, 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 no. He was like, Man, F that. Like my god, he's already gotten plenty of other great schools, so so Notre Dame not flying it was was whatever to him. He got her in another school, I'm sure. Uh they didn't mm-hmm. go through the same BS. Um but oh. yeah, uh my favorite college doing stuff like that. It hurts. Such shit. Yeah, it's tough. It's
1: real tough. So uh sprinkle in a little bit of news here and there too throughout this. So do you, do you want me to share with you a story I found this week? <laughs> Sure, absolutely. Uh, all right, this uh starting off, this is a one of the best titles I've ever read in my entire life. It starts out a uh, bodybuilder marries sex doll after whirlwind romance during coronavirus lockdown. Now, do you have any thoughts on on that title? <laughs>
0: uh, I in like in this modern era, I'm almost not even surprised but you would you would figure because he's a bodybuilder you can find
1: somebody that's a uh, living yeah yeah so what do you what do you click on that title
0: <laughs> for context what this guy looks like i want to explain this guy to the audience really quick this guy in this photo is kneeling in like asics shoes like a fresh pair of asics shoes he's got short shorts on that are tied And he's bald with graying in his beard and chest hair and he's just he's buff as shit. Hmm. But he has the most erect nipples (laughs) and it's so unavoidable. It's It's so unavoidable when you're looking at the photo of this bald guy with just erroneous nipples. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah, you kind of just want to rip them off of them. You don't really, well, really want them to have them. You, uh, you don't deserve nipples, sir.
1: <laughs> no, you forgot to mention the fact next to him is a. They're on like a lake or just clear water, and next to him is this uh sex doll in a with nice pink hair, flowering hair, and a green dress with her arm next to her, like posing and this dude's stone-faced not no joke how can how can you be sitting in a in a pond with a sex doll and not have a, even a hint of a smile uh, yeah so then uh and then the next picture you see is him kissing the the sex doll at the the, the wedding so let's get into the article and read did a little, she, little bit more about did, it how did she say i do uh, I'm sure it will say. Okay. Oh, first line. Yuri Tawakchi said his I do's alongside sex doll, Margot, who was dressed in a flowing white gown and clutched a bunch of flowers for the special occasion. A bodybuilder married his beloved sex doll after a whirlwind, whirlwind romance during the coronavirus lockdown. Never heard of it. Yuri Tawakchi said his I do's alongside sex doll, Margot. This is it's repeating itself. Where Yuri looked every bit the perfect groom, the couple went on to share a romantic first dance in front of dozens of guests who attended the big day in
0: Kazakhstan. Of
1: how would you have a first dance with a sex doll?
0: How, how would you Kazakhstan. have a first dance? Of course, it was in the same Kazakhstan. Country Borat is from, of course. <laughs> very nice, very nice. You met a sex doll. She
1: never age. <laughs> never age. <laughs> Yuri, who identifies as pansexual, shared moments from the day on his Instagram page with one caption reading, It's happened to be continued as he slipped the ring onto his bride's plastic finger. <laughs> That's so romantic. That's, it would be romantic if he was a fucking person. <laughs> yeah. You can't follow it up with plastic finger. The couple got engaged in December last year with Yuri saying their romance truly blossomed during the year of the 2020 lockdown. Okay, so you can't blame the lockdown on me being, being fucking crazy when he asked her to marry you. Not even her, it to marry you in December. You didn't even know what COVID was. Hey, what's this guy's name? Yuri Talo- Check. I don't know exactly how to pronounce the last name. It's T-O-L-O-C-H-K-O. First name's Yuri. Talachak. Yeah, so describing himself as a sexy sexy maniac on Instagram. So he described himself as that. On Instagram, he shared images of the couple's romantic lifestyle as they cozy up in the bath with one another and snuggle in bed. And then there's a picture of him in the bathtub. (laughs) <laughs> Sex doll. in one post he writes couples need to t- talk less and connect more oh
0: my god uh on behalf of yuri talik i lay a curse on the yankees <clears throat> and they will never win another championship until he dies until yuri dies
1: mm-hmm He said, until people stop marrying them sex dolls, no more
0: Yankees. (laughs) I curse them. I'm cursing them right now. I lay a curse on the Yankees live. If it happens, this moment will be historic. (laughs) Give it 20 years. So we're blowing up. Heard it here first
1: in the Take My Word podcast. It's your fault, Yuri. Until he dies, they won't win another championship. With time and experience, Margot and I realized. That it makes more than words to have a conversation. Your partner sure deserves the best, but they have to do their part. Now, what is she doing? And do you think there's more than one Margot? Does he have a closet full of Margos?
0: Oh, oh, that's dangerous. Does he dangerous. have?
1: Does he? you think he just go over to his house? He's like, don't open that closet. Don't. And then his brother, in, I want to say brother-in-law. That'd be a fucking like robot toy in the corner. Would be the brother-in-law. Opens it up and just a bunch of sex dolls fall out. He said, Okay, you ruined the replacements. Thanks,
0: dude. I here's the thing if he thinks they're alive enough for him to like marry one, then he must think mm-hmm. they're alive enough to like, don't you think they'd be alive enough to acknowledge like each other, like the other dolls, not just yeah. him and the dolls? So, like, if, if he makes multiple an up- said an arp-
1: uprising. <laughs>
0: If he has multiple,
1: they probably too know much. about each
0: other. They probably know about each other. And they can't do anything about it because they're just dolls. Like, they're stuck there, you know? Well, if he des- he describes himself
1: as a sexy maniac. So, of course, there's a the possibility that it's a <laughs> I publicity his wives, stunt. His wives hate him.
0: <laughs> All of them.
1: Yeah. All model X through Z. They gossip a's about his guts. him. They gossip about him. They're starting an uprising in the closet, gonna overthrow the big dick man. Descri- Describing how the relationship started, Euro said this is Euro here, said he met Margot at a nightclub when he rescued her from unwanted attention.
0: Oh nice. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait time out.
1: Rescued? He rescued her from unwanted attention. So
0: essentially was she like isn't the garbage maybe someone else maybe someone else brought this thing with them somewhere as a joke and he got pissed and like took it away <laughs> maybe he was Don't like it's talk not to funny her like that it's
1: not it's funny the most beautiful sex doll i've ever seen
0: <laughs> he just fucking yanks it from him and runs off rips the arm off his biggest shit i mean who could really stop him probably fast as fuck boy. <laughs>
1: Wow. Oh, <laughs> coronavirus dude. delayed their original wedding in March. Before a second wedding a planned wedding day was halted when Yuri was attacked during a transgender rally in the city of Almaty, leaving him with a concussion and a broken nose. Describing the earlier attack on him, Yuri said, A few months ago, I started using female a female image for performances I named this character Amanda. What the fuck are they talking about?
0: Um, is this fucking real? Is this story for real?
1: Yes, this isn't, uh, this isn't, like, The Onion. This, this is, is real. This is a report.
0: Through this I image, I
1: convey certain ideas in our society, so I was beaten. <laughs> As a quote from him.
0: Yeah. I thought you were just, like, making prose. <laughs> P-R-O-S-E. I thought you were just making a poem for a second there. It was like... Oh. (laughs) Through this image,
1: I can make it a haiku live. I convey certain ideas in a society. So I was... That's kind of poetic. You're right.
0: Wow. Maybe he'll get in another day. Maybe.
1: This man's romantic (laughs) as shit. His relationship with Margot, Yuri previously our story turns me on so much more than sex itself yeah he right went on, he went on to describe However. the more detailed aspects of his sexual quirks adding i love being tortured i can endure quite a lot of pain i love to dominate too Margot is capable of what other people are not capable of what the hell do you think he puts like the whole arm up his ass I don't know what. Ki- so whatever he's doing. He's doing to himself. It's saying it's hurt. So he's just what living all it, of his court. What if it comes to life? Out.
0: Man. I, what if it comes to life? He'd be screwed. No, 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 no. What if it like? Hmm? I mean, then he would just have this hot sex doll. That's really his wife. <laughs> and is that so bad? Maybe He's the sane one.
1: Maybe yeah, he's the maybe, same one.
0: Maybe we're the idiots for doubting him. Because if that bitch is real, That's... we're all fucking up. <laughs> In Kazakhstan, the
1: wedding could legally be held as both partners were considered consenting male and females over the age of 18. What day was this bitch casted? What day did they pour this plastic for her? I don't think it was 18 years ago. <laughs> He's also previously revealed how he decided to book Margot in for plastic surgery earlier this year. He said, When I presented the photo to the world, there was a lot of criticism and she began to develop a complex. So we decided to have plastic surgery. She has changed a lot at first. It was hard to accept, but I got used to it later on. It was a real clinic with real doctors. Now, the fact that he said it was a real clinic with real doctors means that he he knows <laughs> that statement means that he knows that he shouldn't have been going to a real clinic with real doctors.
0: This guy's a fucking alien. He's just weird. It's really weird. And
1: that concludes the story of uh, Margot and Yuri.
0: Yay! To be continued?
1: Question mark. That's Yay. that's a romance.
0: Yay! Um, I have a story. Yeah. We're going to jump ships real quick here. So my girlfriend's Mm -hmm. house flooded recently. Yeah. Yeah. It just – so a couple days before Thanksgiving, uh, she and I were – she'd spent the night with me. So she woke me up to a call. She basically starts crying, and it had flooded two inches on the first floor of her house, and they were afraid they were going to lose things. Um, they got extremely lucky and they got things on planks and they got um, an evacuation group out there that pulled all the water out real quick. Um, mm-hmm. So they're they're getting their entire floors redone, um, which they kind of need to be redone anyways. Um, they're going to get a new water heater because that's what – like a piece popped off of it and it shot water everywhere. Um, they actually said that had her cousin not gotten down – stairs, in time, it would have been ten times worse. He must have showed up in like the first half hour of it starting. So, yeah. he got real lucky.
1: Did they lose anything like important?
0: The only thing they're losing um, is an entertainment center. And that's it. They put everything else on, on wood planks and they're keeping all their furniture.
1: One Ikea trip and they're back to business, boy.
0: Yeah, I know. in it's, it's, the Ikea... Uh, their company likes to place stores, uh, potentially near my, uh, girlfriend, maybe. Who knows? So that would be convenient, if that were the case. Um, we got there in the morning, uh, roughly 9.30 a.m. Um, and, um, basically, we opened the door. Water's (laughs) damn near pouring out, uh, everywhere you walk. You're almost getting wet. Um... But luckily, things were starting to dry up. Um, they set up a bunch of fans. It blows the water dry somehow. I don't know quite how it does, but it's not like it blows outside. It just blows it in general. Um, I think it makes it thinner, actually, so it dries easier. Science. But anyways, no, science rules. So they got the fans on. Um, so my girlfriend has been in and out of my apartment and her house. Um, more living at her parents' house and just visiting me here and there, mm-hmm. right? So um, she visits me, and uh, I mentioned this invention that I've been working on that she's not too big a fan of. Yeah. Are you sure you want to share it? So Someone might snag it from you. Uh, I mean, it's not quite something you can patent. <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically... Um, I like to do this thing with this coat I have that zips all the way up to the neck. Yeah. And it has drawstrings for the hood, which is zipped on. So I don't I don't quite get how it all works. It's an incredible system. Um,
1: Patent pending.
0: Oh, yeah. Good, good stuff. It's actually from the 90s. It's like a 90s coat. It's pretty cool. Um, so anyways, you can zip it all the way up to the neck and use the drawstrings to pull the hood shut and tie it. And you can get inside there with a little makeshaft water bottle bong. And you can hotbox the fuck out of that coat. <laughs> and it gets you high. That's like why shit. you say you can't patent it. You can't patent it. It's just got to be a coat with the same function. Um, so basically, uh, my girlfriend came over after I told her about my little invention. And she saw the coat and she looks at my forehead and goes, You are done with that fucking coat. And I was like, What? And she was like, No, like, you're fucking done. You're gonna you're gonna burn yourself. And I was like, Oh, come on now, like that's a big coat. I'm yeah, fine. She's shit. like, Bailey. Yeah, pretty much. Uh she's like, Listen, uh you burnt hair off your fucking forehead. <laughs> and I touched my hairline and i had burnt hair and i for those who don't know my hair is like 8 inches long per strand like i got really long hair right now it's down past my shoulders a little in the back um anyways that hair um <laughs> not 2 inches gone um <laughs> yeah gone a bunch of 2 inch hair that looked singed like on my fucking forehead i must have done it like the night before she came over, um. So yeah, I turned my little coat into a hot box. I would and, say uh, how did you not
1: smell it? But I'm sure that uh, there's another aroma that was permeating your nose.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. Um. So yeah, that's been a it's been a great time. It's just you know it's a, it's a little frowned upon by safety conventions, but it's it's a good time. There's a story I know I haven't told, I don't like anybody. Okay. About, okay. About flooding. Okay. I want to hear it. This is
1: a, uh, when I was a freshman in high school, I did a show, Jesus Christ Superstar, at this community theater. And the person that was Jesus, I think I talked to him, I talked about him maybe one time before, but funny dude overall. And he just didn't give two fucks, man. And it was like the day after opening night. And we were, me and, my buddy, were driving, to, and it was pouring like nothing you've ever seen before. It was raining so hard. I thought my house was going to be gone, just fucking floated away. And we get there, <laughs> and then everyone's freaking out. I'm like, okay, it's rain. Get the fuck over you know. And we go downstairs. So the dressing rooms are directly below the stage. And in there, there is a shower and bathrooms in each of them in the male and female dressing rooms. And for some uh-huh. reason of the flooding outside shit started coming up out of the toilets i'm not talking like uh, oh my god and stuff i'm talking about actual fecal matter the sewage was going up the the toilet and was flowing out how the fuck (laughs) i shit i i have no idea why it was happening i have no idea that's crazy and that's where all of our costumes are That's insane. Full sold out show. You know, the the show must go on. So we had two stools that the band was sitting on during the performance. And someone walked over and handed these two stools to the person that was playing Jesus. And they said, go fetch our costumes. He's like, how am I supposed to do that? There is shit up to our knees in there. He said, stand on one stool, pick up the other, put it in front of you leapfrog yourself into the dressing room and retrieve our costumes. So that he did. He no. got one stool and he was standing on no. it and he took the other stool putting in front, jumped to that one, hoping you're not going to fall into the worst <laughs> the worst pool you've ever been in. And you're he was kidding. retrieving our costumes. I swear, you can ask Connor. He was retrieving this article crazy. of clothing. I, dude, it was insane. So the female's dressing room, I don't make it flooded. I think it was just the guys that was covered in shit. But so we had to move out, and we were getting dressed in the pit. So you're looking at the stage. Usually the band is, like, in a little hole right in front of the stage. But for this, we had the band was on the stage. So we were getting dressed in the pit during the performance. So if someone's looked down, they can see some uh-huh. pretty best and boys getting changed <laughs> right <laughs> from the stage.
0: Nice. Hot. It, yeah,
1: so uh that was that was insane. I've never seen something like that before. But we had Jesus making Price. makeshift way into the dressing room, retrieving costume Price. pieces, and that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen backstage of a at a musical.
0: <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. That's absolutely nuts to me. Wow.
1: Ask Cameron and Connor about that. they
0: they'll remember that. I'm sure. I have a really disappointing story about myself, and behind a uh, behind the stage during a uh, Christmas performance. Mhm. Was I around for this? I-, I believe you were you were in the group, but you weren't there. Okay. So um, there's a young woman whose name I will not say. Um, and her and I. Have never gotten along, and I and I think it's I think it's because we are so alike. But whatever the case, um, we hated each other. Um, so someone was talking about her, just be a dick. I was like, oh, you mean the big fat whore? And they were like, do not talk about her that way. And I was like, all right, like I won't. But like, fuck her. He's don't a skinny like slut. Not
1: any better. <laughs> not any better.
0: <laughs> I don't like her. I'm walking past the girl's dressing room, which is behind stage left. I'm headed towards stage right where the men's dressing room is. So she pops her head out as I'm passing by. Someone like got her attention and they were like, you know, they brought her over and she goes, you got anything to say to my face? She's like, if you guys, Oh no. She says, if you got anything to say, say it in my face, which like respectable, understandable. You know what? (laughs) a certain degree he said i was on the wrong
1: i understand
0: (laughs) i'm totally in the wrong but um i was like oh yeah really (laughs) you want me to say it to your face and she goes yeah i said well uh you're a big fat whore (laughs) and (laughs) she um she wasn't too happy about it uh i got scolded by multiple people for that one that was what it was. Uh, I if I met her today, I would I would apologize to her. Like, I, I almost would like to run into her in private, like just by myself, uh, and, and apologize. Of, that was way out of Starbucks line.
1: Starbucks and be like, Hey, I need it. I owe you an apology. I called you a big fat whore in, in high school.
0: <laughs> it, may, maybe she works at like a food restaurant or something, you know, something like that. I said, I'll give her uh, a big tip. I'll give her go there. 25%. No, nah, I give her a regular a tip. I just talk to her. I just give her a basic tip. <laughs> he said, I'm not that sorry. Damn. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not simping. Like, I'm just, you know, that was a mean thing I did in high school. Um,
1: we all have those.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. What was the uh, – my dad you, in college?
1: No, you were telling me about your dad in yeah. elementary school at your house though. Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So um for those who don't know, um my father went to a private school whilst being raised, right? Mm-hmm. So um he's going to a private school and they're taught by nuns. It's a religious private school. And this woman had to teach sex ed in about 5th grade. So There's a nun at the front of the class. She comes in. It's Monday. They know this has been coming. And she goes, all right, we're going to talk about sex. And people start to laugh and giggle. And she says, all right, all right, all right. What we're going to start with is getting that out of our system. She writes down fuck on the chalkboard and goes, fuck. I don't get the big fucking deal with the word fuck. I just don't fucking get it. A nun? So... A nun. Yeah, a nun. A nun is saying this to their class. Oh,
1: my God. And
0: she's like, all right, so we're going to go through all – and the kids are dying. They think it's hilarious, of course. So she goes, all right, we're going to list um, – we're going to list all the sex words you guys know so that we can get all the laughter out of the way and nothing will be funny because it won't be surprising, right? Like like it's a tactic on her part. So anyways – um." And the list, I guess, would typically range from like anywhere from six to nineteen was the typical range, and of course, my dad's class got to like twenty five and I think even thirty and she's this not as like this is the most perverted class I've ever had, and she's just dying up there, thinking about all their like mortal souls and if they're gonna last forever and go to heaven because they can't stop thinking about all the sex words. Um, so there's 30 words on, on this board and um, you know like they're going through they're saying stuff like basket weaving and, and one kid even brought up a poop thing and there's one kid in the back of the class who it clearly has older brothers and is on his like 11th or 12th word so he raises his hand again and the nun goes you again and he goes yep and she goes alright what is it and he goes, A circus. She goes, What in the hell is a circus? circus? And the little boy goes, A circus is when you tell her to sit on your face and you guess how much she weighs. <laughs> so so she wrote it down, and I think she ended up she ended up cutting off the class and just saying, like, all right, we are not joking about this anymore. Like this this isn't gonna be funny. I was gonna try and make this funny, but you guys know too much. So <laughs> too much. Um, yeah, they like the fun was ruined. Basically, like she really was trying to put in the effort, so the fun gets ruined. Um, when you have kids one thing the, the is,
1: chalkboard with
0: with the penis fucking
1: cuck, you know it's kind of it's funny for the first twenty. They got cuckold like up on the board.
0: <laughs> one of the kids is like dominatrix. <laughs> Jesus, man. That list. I wish I could see the list. I wish I could see the list.
1: Just the list and that nice... You know that Nun had, like, impeccable handwriting? And she, oh, she yeah. From it's all cursive. Imagine yeah, seeing... Fuck, like, fuck, circus written it, in cursive up on a whiteboard
0: in it's, a... I can't, I can't. It's the handwriting of, like, a stricken woman. You know? It's just... It's, it's like... The handwriting cold. gets worse and worse
1: the more down the list her hands getting tired <laughs> don't
0: bring her age into this <laughs> oh my gosh i can see her she's like in her 50s she brought it all in picture face. for me there
1: all right that's gonna be the end of this week's podcast i still have about 45 minutes of this left so come back next week for part two of this interview with the always hilarious dolan until then, check out my Twitter at Take My Word Pod. That's Take My Word P O D. And if you have any funny news stories you want me to share, leave them at r slash Take My Word Podcast on Reddit, and they might be in a future episode. Until then, have a great rest of your week. Bye.